What's up, everyone? Welcome to this day in Philly Sports History for April 25th, 2023. I'm your host, Jim Montgomery. It is Tuesday, time for our weekly dose of positivity slash motivation. And today's quote I've seen quite a few times over the past few weeks, some variation to it, but the, the main gist is the same, and it's everyone's journey is different. And I think it's important, especially with some of the things that are going on in the sports world right now, but just in a, a, a personal sense and, and like just an everyday level, it's important to remember that. Um, for instance, I just started going back to the gym a couple weeks ago. Uh, injuries from last year's Broad Street, every time I tried to do something – like I moved during COVID and, and lost the gym membership. So kind of just lost my way somewhat. So finally starting to go back. And obviously it, it's difficult to see people that have been doing it for a long time. And then compare yourself when you're struggling to lift weight that, you know, like I'm checking the apps I used to do. And I'm like half of what I used to do. But it's important to realize that everyone's journey is different. My journey is just starting, restarting back out with that. Where some of those people that I'm judging myself against which ironically enough is at Planet Fitness in a judgment-free zone, but I'm the worst judge of myself, but just a little irony there. But I'm judging people that have been going consistently for years or whatever the case, months, so they're in a different spot from where I'm going. And I think we can learn a lot about that just in life, whether it's work, financially, uh, in a sport or a hobby or whatever it is, a, a relationship with your kids everybody's journey is different. Everybody's in a different spot in their journey too. So to compare yourself to somebody else, maybe not be the the best thing. You don't know, maybe you lost a job. Maybe somebody else lost a job. So I I think we need to get away from the judgment and, and really pitting ourselves against each other and just focus on your own journey, getting where you need to go as as quickly and as efficiently as you can. And again, as we said last week, always forward, never straight, but I think it's important to realize that your journey is not the same as your neighbor or your friends or even your wife for that matter or your husband or significant other. So I think that's important to to realize that everybody's journey is different. Save that judgment and and put the energy and and it's too expends too much negative energy to to focus on what somebody else is doing. And it's been really a struggle for the past couple of weeks for me to do that. It's specifically at the gym because I'm like, man, I want to get back to where I was and I see these people. And it's it's important to realize that everybody's journey is different. Stick to your own path and you'll get to where you're going. So everyone's journey is different. That's our daily or weekly, I should say, motivational slash positive statement for today. All right. Quick Eagles update uh, programming note first and foremost. We are doing the draft special, recording it tonight. Some things fell through last night, and I wasn't able to coordinate with the guests. Uh, We are going to have a couple guests to kind of discuss some things. But that will be recorded tonight. It will be late, so I probably won't get it posted until first thing on Wednesday morning. But it will be up before Thursday and the draft, so you can hear sort of our thoughts specifically on the first round and, and just go from there. So I do apologize for that. Uh, I'm trying to to grow this thing and get more guests and, and things like that on. So sometimes, and it, it's a good, speaking of everybody's journey is different, it's a good thing for me to, to sort of let go of the reins a little bit and not be so rigid with things and being flexible because that's one of the things I struggle with the most. So like as much as it pained me and it was sort of like, ugh, 
it's for the best because I want to make sure the quality and, and everything is good to go when we finally do do that. Speaking of that, help, helping grow and, and increase the quality, give this a like and a subscribe. Tell a friend, tell somebody, spread the word because the more we get, the better it is and it'll help me out growing. I have some possible things lined up with some partnerships that I'm working on. So the more people we get to regularly subscribe and listen, the better off it is. So make sure you subscribe wherever you get this. And tell one other person and tell them to keep spreading the words, especially if you enjoy it. All right. So sticking with the Eagles, though, uh, the big news was Jalen Hurts' press conference yesterday. Um, and everybody's a buzz on Twitter and, and social media with the quote, money is nice, championships are better. And I personally like it. I mean, because he did he left some money on the table. Uh, to make sure the team was set up to to win those championships. And again, that's the way he, he's wired. And I know th- there's a lot of people that are like, well, yeah, that's easy to say when you got all that 170-some million guaranteed money coming to you. So I get that, but I, I think the mindset and the mentality is where it needs to be. He's focused on winning, and I, I keep going back to he's everything we wanted from like Randall. Donovan, even like uh, Wentz, uh, when they drafted guys like Bobby Hoyne and Kevin Cobb, like he's all of those pieces together. He has the talent, but he has that mindset. We've had guys that had the mindset, not the talent. We had guys that had the talent, not the mindset. Jalen Hurts is the is the real deal. I feel and quotes like this is what to me sums up who this guy is. And I love hearing it. And yes, I know it's easy to say because he has the money. But championships are better, and I can't, I cannot see a situation where this guy does not win a Super Bowl. I just hope it's with the Eagles. Um, and the fact that there's a no trade clause and they're so invested in him, it better be with the Eagles. All right, Sixers, Boston plays tonight. Let's go, Hawks. We want to get that extended out a couple more days and wait until Monday to do it. Um, I think Embiid is going to be okay. I haven't really heard much. Um, and as I'm kind of thinking back and, and replaying some of it, he did go back into that game and finished out the game after he hurt his knee. So I think what it's going to come down to is if he can make it worse. Um, but if it's one of those things where it, it's not going to get any worse and he's not in danger of tearing anything, it's just more of a pain management, I think he'll play. But, and I was listening to Marks and Reese last night, and I think w- what they said, both of them, um, Shockingly enough, usually they don't agree with things like that. But they were saying the key to this team are the role players. So the guys like Maxi, the guys like Toby, and um, Harden obviously is more of the star. But those guys need to come in and do what they need to do to take the pressure off of Joe. And you've seen that a lot, that series against the Nets, where they were doing the little things to not make Joe have to push. Um, so hopefully it's going to be more of a team effort, and they haven't necessarily showed up that well against Boston. I know Toby had the one bad game and has played solid, but Maxi hasn't done really anything this season against Boston. So it is going to take that whole team effort. So hopefully, let's go Hawks. Let's extend this out. Wait till Monday to play, and then go from there. Um, and I want to keep it positive and, and think all the positivity with because it is Tuesday and with the Sixers and we want those healing vibes to Joe. But did you see what Jimmy Butler did last night? And every time I see him go off, especially in the playoffs, it, it just irks me that nothing against Toby because we're going to need Toby uh, moving forward in the playoffs. But they chose Toby over Jimmy Butler. And then 
I, I mean, Toby's a good role player, but could you imagine Jimmy Butler scoring 56 with Joe scoring 30? Like it's uh, pains me to say, but we're going to keep it positive. Um, they have Milwaukee on the brink, so it'll be anxious, exciting, and I'm anxious to see how the rest of that series played out. But man, imagine him on this Sixers team. <sighs> anyway. All right, on this day, we're going to go back to 1989. And since the Flyers are out, we're going to turn to a little hockey action back when they were good. Uh, And on this day, it was the Patrick Division Finals. The Penguins beat the Flyers 10-7. You you heard that correctly. To take a 3-2 series lead, Tim Kerr had two goals and two assists for the Flyer. But the big story was Mario Lemieux had four goals in the first period. Ended up with five total. Yes, he had four goals in the first period, eight-point total, and it all tied an NHL record. So the four goals in a period, he had that in the first period. That tied, ironically enough, Tim Kerr's record from 1985 when he had four goals in the second period in a playoff game. The Flyers, though, would get the last laugh. They won the next two um, to win. They battled back one game uh Six in Philly, one on the road to Pittsburgh, the Civic Arena or Civic Center, whatever they called it out there, the old stadium, uh, and beat the Penguins on the road. They wound up losing in the Wales Conference Final to Montreal four games to two. And they were, it was the last time, this was 1989, this is the last time they made the playoffs until the 94-95 season. So we've been out of the playoffs now a couple years, and I guess if you want to count the, the COVID Well, you have to because technically they made the playoffs. But take away the COVID year. It's been sort of a similar stretch. So maybe, just maybe, help is on the horizon. Maybe they get a little luck in that draft lottery coming up in a couple weeks. I'm not, again, not saying the NHL will fix it. But Bedard would look good in orange and black is all I'm saying. All right. Sticking with the draft theme. Eagles draft pick spotlight today. We're going to go back and spotlight Stuart Bradley. The Salt Lake City native was the third round pick, number 87 overall in 2007 out of Nebraska for the Eagles. Uh, What I didn't know was he was a huge rugby star in high school, won three straight national championships in high school, came into the league, was a solid special teams player his first season, got the starting job in 2008 and actually played very, very well, had high expectations coming into the 09 season. Um, in that 08 season, he was uh, the Sports Illustrated All-Pro team. Um, back, I, I guess that meant something more back then. Now everybody has. And I'm like, we're going to do probably, who knows, but we'll probably do the This Day in Philly Sports History All-Pro team. Does it mean anything? I don't know. But I think that was a big deal back in, in 2008. So, But expectations were high in 2009, not only for the Eagles, but for Stuart Bradley and it was the first time they they started shifting away from uh, Lehigh training camp and doing more like it was a shorter thing. And then they had it at the Novacare complex. So in order to get fans involved, they did the Eagles flight night where they did the night practice at the link. Very first time they did this, Stuart Bradley tours ACL uh, and he missed the entire 09 season, came back in 2010, but didn't really do much uh, battling back from that. All told, he played from 2007 to 2010 with the Eagles. Three interceptions, a fumble recovery, and three sacks. Most of that happening in that 2008 season. 
Um, he did go on to play two seasons with Arizona, signed with the Broncos, got injured in uh, their preseason in 2013 before retiring. Uh, but I will say, Stuart Bradley, for being here such a short time and getting hurt and really only having one good year, going down the game now still, you see a lot of Stuart Bradley jerseys. So he was a fan favorite. A lot of people have that uh, knockoff, off-color Kelly Green jersey that they wore uh, that one year. So did make an impact in a short time. But Stuart Bradley, third-round pick, number 87 overall in 2007, as we continue our Eagles draft spotlight. On this day back in 1989, Mario Lemieux was indeed Super Mario, scoring five goals and eight points total in a 10-7 win over the Flyers. Flyers did have the last laugh in that that whole playoff series. Let's go Hawks tonight. Uh, Phil's back in action tonight then, too, against the Mariners. This has been This Day in Philly Sports History. I'm Jim Montgomery. Be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast or the YouTube video wherever you get it. Remember that everyone's journey is different. Go have yourselves a Tuesday. And until next time, I will see you when I see you.